Good morning, London, and welcome to the MedPoint Health Half Hour. I'm your host, Ron Young. I'm proud to be here talking about health and wellness this Saturday morning. Of course, it's the first Saturday of 2019, and how excited are we to be bringing you news articles in the field of fitness, health, nutrition. Today, I wanted to talk about uh, resolutions on the program. Of course, everybody tries to make them. Usually about 60 to 70% of people actually make their resolutions. About 75% after the first week still have them. So perhaps that's you right now. Uh, That number tapers down to about 60% after about two weeks. After a month, it's about 50 and then so on and so forth. And after, well, you can imagine two months of time, Usually they're non-existent, but there is that 8%. There's that 8% who actually achieve their resolutions and, you know, start to excel at it. There's lots of different resolutions out there. What did you choose to do uh, or make for your resolution? Some people think, well, resolutions are actually pretty silly. Uh, Why can't I just do this throughout the year? And, And you know what? That's fine. Set goals. Make it, make it your mission to achieve stuff by... February, by May, you know, it doesn't have to be a year-long thing where you're projecting towards this, uh, but, you know, think of what there is short-term and long-term. But the 8% are so committed to their New Year's resolutions that they achieve them. What else is there for New Year's resolutions? Maybe you want to eat better. Maybe you want to eat more or less, depending on your caloric needs. Maybe you want to eat more vegetables. Do you want to sleep more? Do you feel like self-care is important? You want to be able to to do more, so perhaps you want to take more time to relax and and rest your brain. It's too active all the time throughout the week. Let's face it. Uh, Is the New Year's resolution, and this is something I've decided to do, uh, learn a language a little bit better. I know how to read French. I know how to understand the words and stuff, but I get a little bit mixed up when it comes to masculine, feminine uh, uh, principles and, and plural pluralization of French words. I get a little bit strung up in that. So I've already been taking French lessons over the last uh, week, and it's been going very well. Um, you know, when it comes to MedPoint, what does MedPoint do? Well, we offer three-hour and five-hour medicals. So do you just want a baseline of your health? Do you want to see what your health profile looks like right now? We can do that for you. We run over 25 diagnostic tests, including ECG, spirometry, checking lung function, uh, bone density, full fitness assessment, full male physical, uh, full female physical. Uh, we have so many different things, eyes, ears. We check to make sure that they are, you know, working well. And what do you get at the very end of it? You get a 25-page detailed report saying, look, this is where you're doing well. This is where you're falling short. What else do we do at MedPoint? We offer fitness and nutritional programs. These are programs that you can put trust in because we have the expertise behind it. We have four-year, at the very minimum, uh, four-year graduates in kinesiology. A lot of my staff, I'm I'm proud to say I handpicked them, interviewed them. They are on the team for a reason. Many of them have their master's. Many of them have gone on to do uh, exercise uh, 
prescription for physiotherapy in such uh, instances like that. But do you have to have a problem with you to come to MedPoint? Absolutely not. We've actually coached uh, NHL athletes. We've coached uh, OHL athletes. We've coached high school uh, individuals who, who want to excel in their draft year. We coach elderly people who just want to keep their mobility up. We have a wide array of people that we help on a daily basis, and we uh, we help guide them through their programs, and they enjoy it. You know, some people come to us and they say, Ron, I want to get fitness sessions for the entire year. I'm trusting you with my fitness. I want to be here, and I want to make a difference. That's great. There's some people who just try out our programs. They want to just do a few sessions get their grounding in the gym, once they know how to do the programs and, 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 and what they want to work and achieve, they want to be set free and work on their own. That's fine too. I always say, your goals are my goals. So with that said, maybe you want to come in for a three-hour, five-hour medical. Go on the website, medpoint.ca. You can fill out a contact form. We'd love to hear from you. Or perhaps you want to come in for fitness sessions and just get started on the right track this year. Hey, Fill out a a contact form. You can email myself, ron at medpoint.ca. We would love to get you in the gym and uh, get you working hard. Uh, Nutritionally, why don't you use some of your benefits to to come in and see our dietitian or or something like that, right? Uh, Make a plan and stick to it because that's what we're finding these 8% of people are doing in order to achieve their goals. Now, Mentioned goals quite a few times over the last minute there. Let's dig into goals. What makes a good goal? What? Where do we start? Maybe you don't even know. Well, one thing that we were always taught throughout university is you need to make smart goals. You need to make goals that are specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. And why do you do this? So that you can monitor your success. You want to be specific so that you can narrow your focus I want to lose weight this year. Well, I want to lose weight too. What does that mean? What does that mean to you? What does it mean to me? It looks different from person to person. Do you wish to lose 10 pounds? If that's what you want to lose, set that up, right? And don't go too far out there. I mean, look, it's great if you can lose 10, 15, 20 pounds. Don't say, this year I'm going to lose 50 pounds. Let's start out small, right? Let's have a specific target of 10 to 15 pounds. And once you achieve that target, you keep the momentum going and you set a new goal for another 10 to 15 pounds. That eliminates the fact that if you get on the scale two weeks from now and you're not down a single pound, you will be defeated because that 50 pounds will just look like a complete mountain. Uh, You need to make measurable goals, right? Something that you can physically measure. Not, you know, I, I want to feel better. Well, what does that look like to you? Maybe you want to feel better because your clothes fit better. Well, there you go. Now we have a measuring tool. You can take circumferences of your thighs, of your hips, of your waist, of your biceps. If you want to get a little bit more muscle and have the Hulk Hogan 24-inch pythons, you can do that and you can measure it right? We want to make sure that, excuse me, the goals are attainable because let's face it, if you're setting a goal that you know that you can't accomplish, what's the point in even trying for it? What's the point in even setting it to be, to be quite frank? Uh, If a goal is not achievable, then there's no point in working towards it, right? You don't want to say, okay, I'm going to make sure that I'm really flexible this, uh, this uh, new year. Well, First of all, 
you need to make sure that 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 is achievable. Do you have a back injury that might prevent you from being more flexible? Uh, It looks for eating, right? Like maybe you want to um, eat more vegetables, but you just don't buy vegetables. Well, then how is that attainable, right? You're kind of counteracting yourself. There's always goals that you can put forth that will have meaning and purpose and they will be attainable. You just need to find the right ones. Relevant, relevant to your life. Why am I learning how to speak more French? Well, because I want to be able to feel comfortable and confident when I'm talking to somebody in French so that I know what they're saying and I can talk with them knowing that they'll know what I'm saying and not embarrass myself. So it's relevant to me, not because I have family or friends that are French, but in situations where perhaps somebody comes into the healthcare clinic and they speak French, I want to be able to help that person. It's so cool. I see a lot of my frontline staff and, uh, you know, Camilla, she speaks Spanish. So if we have a, a Spanish uh, person in, in, the, in the clinic who speaks only Spanish, we call upon Camilla and she just talks with them like, you know, it's regular every day. So it's kind of cool to see and I, I want it to, to learn another language uh, or at least cement that. The last aspect of SMART goals is that you have a time base to it. Yes, it's okay to say January's here, I have till December to hit my goal because that's when the calendar turns over again and I'll know that I've hit my goal by then. But if you kind of start out strong and then trip your way through February and March and then next thing you know, a few months go by where you're all of a sudden not focused on your goals again, uh, then you come to September and start panicking because you only have three months left and you never really did anything about it. Well, why don't you make your goals more time-based so that you can achieve it? Like I was talking about with the 10 to 15 pounds, perhaps you want to say, look, I'm going to set this goal for, for three months. I'm going to lose 10 pounds and I'm going to keep that 10 pounds off. There, right now, you have made a goal that is time-based. You've made a goal that you can confidently say and stay on track with and know that you have a deadline with to say, I'm going to lose this weight by this date, by this time. Uh, And then you're able to track it, right? You can also have family members jump in and hold you accountable. Of course, there's always times when you're setting goals And maybe there's stuff that you want to keep to yourself. Maybe you don't want people to know that you're trying to stop smoking or something like that. But if you have somebody to be accountable to, it actually really is a huge boost. And they find in the research that that is so key in successfully completing your goals. You've had somebody come back to you and and say, hey, how's the smoking going? Are you still uh, smoking three cigarettes a day? Maybe we should cut it down to two. Or... Uh, something more comfortable for you. Maybe you do uh, three cigarettes for right now and then by next week you're going to cut it down to two or one or you're going to have Nicorette or something like that. There's so many different ways to achieve your goals. I feel like people put the idea in their head right from the get-go that, no, I don't want to touch that. I don't want to mess up that part of my life. I don't want to take away my smoke break because I love it so much. And I'm not condemning smokers by any means. I know it's bad for your health. They know it's bad for your health. Um, But they don't want to give it up. Look, there's so much growth that comes in being uncomfortable and and really going out of that zone to try and do something like that. So I encourage and I want to empower you today. Take control of your health. Do what's right. 
Um, you know, drink less, eat less, portion out your meals, uh, smoke less. I mean, we need to clean up our act here because our healthcare system is so strained. But uh, if we each do our part and be more proactive with our health, you will reap the benefits as you age. So anyway, I got to take a quick commercial break. Thanks for letting me into your home, into your car, whatever, wherever you're listening. I appreciate it. Uh, you're listening to the MedPoint Health Half Hour on CFPL 980. Coming back from the break, we're going to talk about some different strategies as to how you can eat better this New Year's uh, of 2019. Hey, I want to welcome everybody back to the program. Ron Young here, flying solo, MedPoint Health Half Hour. I'm glad that you've joined me. Of course, I know that I talk quite a bit, and and sometimes it can be quite quick. So if there's something that you missed in the first half of the program, you can always send me an email, ron at medpoint.ca. I can clarify anything that we talked about. I mostly focused on SMART goals there. So is my goal specific? Am I focusing on one thing? Am I pointing my focus in one direction so that I can accomplish this goal? Is it measurable? Do you have something tangible to go off of? Is it, uh, you know, a, a measuring tape? Is it the scale? Is it something else? Is it, you know, do we have measurable uh, markers so that you can make sure that you're on track towards reaching your goal? Is your goal attainable? Are you making goals that are realistic, uh, you know, in, in, to begin with? You know, stuff stuff where you are sh- really shooting for the stars and you're hoping for the best, but you know that maybe it won't come through. That can be dangerous. You want to make your, your goal attainable. Realistic, right? It's realistic. You want to make it so that it's in a realistic uh, way. You want to do small changes uh, over the course of a longer period of time. So then it becomes a habit, a lifestyle change. And of course, is your goal time-based? Do you have some sort of timing where you wish to achieve this? I am not going to say do it over the entire course of the year. Look, I'm dedicated to losing 20 pounds and it's going to happen over a four-month period. I'm going to be very specific in weighing myself once a week only. And you know what? I'm going to take some girth measurements so I can check my waist and check my thighs periodically to make sure that I'm going towards my goal. Evaluate it, have feedback on results. It is a marvelous thing to do and it will make sure you stay on track. That's the reason 8%, only 8% of people will accomplish their New Year's resolutions because they were determined, because they had sharp focus, because they were going towards a goal that they knew they could achieve and they had measuring uh, capabilities of that goal. Um, So 8%. Let's talk a little bit about nutrition because I wanted to... This is one area where a lot of people um, often fall flat um, because let's face it, we eat a lot, right? We eat breakfast, presumably you have a snack, probably mid-morning. You'll have a lunch, then you might have another afternoon snack. Then you'll have supper, and then eventually the stomach starts rumbling and you want to have maybe an evening snack. But here are a few tips that really hold true when you're struggling with nutrition. Because we're the experts here on this show, we want to make sure that you... Um, are equipped to tackle the New Year's resolution. 
a couple things that you want to do. Add more veggies to your diet. That's one tip that I can give to you uh, right off the hop that's going to really help balance your nutrition, give you more micronutrients, and help you overall lose weight. From green uh, veggies, you get a lot of fiber, you know, from spinach. You, you feel full. You feel satiated. You're, you're happy. You're content. So fill up on celery. Fill up on broccoli. These are ca- uh, foods with calorie counts under 100, you know, most often when they're properly portioned out. But you can keep munching on them and uh, you'll feel full. You'll Even your body, by chewing, the, uh, the act of chewing, you will feel more full uh, by consuming more vegetables. And one of the biggest things is you want to add vegetables to your breakfast uh, routine in some way. Whether that be cutting up bell peppers and putting them within your eggs or uh, something to that effect. You know, maybe you're putting spinach or something into a smoothie. If you can incorporate vegetables into your diet, you are already doing something good for your body. Another tip that I had was save the alcohol for special occasions and weekends. A lot of times after a hard day's work, and I'll admit it, a cold beer just tastes great. Now, if you think about it, if I, if you have a beer every single night, you feel like, well, I, I earned this beer because, you know, I worked hard for it. I worked hard. I, I put my brain to the test and I passed and now I just need to sit on the couch like a vegetable, right? That's sometimes the mindset. But if we can limit our alcohol consumption, maybe plan it out one to two days a week, then you'll be in better control of it and it won't add up. Because if you have one beer, what's saying you won't have maybe have two beers that night? And then if you have two beers every day of the week, that's 14 beers. And let's face it, that's already a lot of beer. So watch the alcohol intake. Maybe just save it for special occasions We know we just had like two weeks off, so everyone was eating a lot and drinking a lot. So let's pump the brakes on the alcohol for a little bit. The other uh, tip that I had was to reduce your sugar and your salts. Those are two big enemies of good health, sugar and salt, and they quite often come in processed foods. If you can stay away from processed foods and uh, quite honestly like sandwich meats and stuff like that, cook up a big thing of chicken and, and cut it up and dice it up and have that for your salads or your, or your wraps through the week. So trying to stay away from some of these meats and, and foods with high salt uh, because we know salt can cause hypertension. It can throw your blood pressure off. Sugar, of course, a big uh, epidemic right now with uh, diabetes, um, cardiovascular disease, of course. With the extra weight, you know, the arteries start clogging. Sugar, salt are big, big, big contributors on this front. So stay away from those as best you can. Reduce the sugar maybe in your coffee. Maybe you just do it in little steps. Take it take it down. If you get a double-double, maybe get a regular. One cream, one sugar. Already you're cutting your, your intake of that in half uh, with, you know, hardly changing the coffee. I'll say that. I know a lot of people love their double-doubles, but... Try and do it in every situation that you can. If you add sugar to your cooking with uh, the help of sauces, maybe just be a little bit more sparing in that regard. If you can cook and, you know, grind up herbs and and kind of cook more with spices and stuff like that that doesn't have the the sugar that these sauces have, then you're going to be ahead of the game. Your food will taste a lot more pure. 
because it won't be caked in sauce. Um, of course, there is times where you do want sauce, right? If you're doing kind of a rice dish and you're going to pour sauce and meat and stuff over top of it, that's fine. But really being conscious of what you're doing, how much you're adding, and what the content of that product is that you're adding. I find a lot of people will buy uh, pad thai sauce, uh, kung pao kind of chicken sauce, different things like that, even teriyaki sauce, and they don't understand how much salt and sugar it has in it. Well, measure it out. Maybe you want to water it down a little bit. Maybe you want to uh, you know, reevaluate. Do you need the sauce? Do you want to switch it up? Is there a lower sodium or sugar alternative? We know that there's some ketchups now that have less sugar, less sodium in it. Why does ketchup taste so good if it's just crushed up tomatoes? Well, it's because they load it with sugar to make it that nice, sweet taste that we enjoy so much. Um, the last tip I'm going to leave everyone with, because I know we're running out of time here, is probably the biggest one I could give. And this is what's going to help set you up for success. But it is finally getting into meal preparations. Buy yourself, go out go out right now, if you are truly committed to this, go out right now and buy yourself a Tupperware container set that you can bring to work, that you can clean, that you can reuse, and uh, you know label and, and cut up everything and, and kind of store it. This has been very um, game-changing for me and my wife at our at our house. We usually do the grocery shop on Sundays, and we'll spend about an hour or two hours in the afternoon on Sundays with the TV on in the background, football game, of course, just chopping veggies, just chopping veggies in the kitchen, broccoli, uh, cauliflower, celery, making celery sticks that the kids can enjoy. Maybe you want to cut up... Uh, maybe you want to, you know, detach and wash your grapes and put them in a, in a Tupperware in your fridge, right? If you can portion off all the food and then you'll have a greater chance to control those sizings as you disperse it. For example, I cut up an entire stalk of celery, right? I got quite a few pieces there. Now, when I go to pack my lunch, it's like Subway. I just got to grab the celery from the celery container, toss it in a bag. Maybe I want to take a teaspoon or whatever of peanut butter to dip it in. And there you go. I have like a fairly nutritious snack right there. Something that carries fiber, something that has a protein source such as peanut butter. Um, and I can be set for, for my mid-morning snack and be happy. Uh, perhaps you'll want to cook ahead of time chicken beef, stuff like that. So you can top your salad, right? Get a salad kit, take out the salad, put it in the Tupperware, top it with, you know, turkey, turkey meat. There you go. You got a salad. The more that you can prepare ahead of time, the greater your chances of having success are. So that's one of the biggest things that I can give to you right now. Well, it is 2019. Happy New Year to everybody listening. I, of course, want to thank everybody for a great 2018 and all my committed listeners here on this program. I hope that our show gives value in, in some way and helps you propel you towards your health potential. If you want to know what more about what MedPoint's all about, medpoint.ca, you can visit the website. We got medicals, we got fitness programs, we have nutritional programs. 
We have specialists on staff. We got clinics. We got so much different things for so many different people. You owe it to yourself to tune in to that website and check it out. Send us a contact form. We'll take you on a tour. Come to our new location in Riverbend. We got a gym in Tilsonburg. We have the downtown uh, facility. And you know what? Kids have been sick a lot this year. We got the pediatric walk-in clinic in Byron. So if you want to take your kids to a pediatrician, we usually have the availability. So we welcome all that. If you have any questions about the show today, it's just ron at medpoint.ca. I thank you for uh, letting me... Uh, on the airwaves here and uh, we look forward to another great episode next week of the MedPoint Health Half Hour on CFPL 980.